We're going to turn to our Bible reading now. So uh, let's open up Ephesians and we're in chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6, I'm going to read verses 1 to 4. So it's just a little reading and it's up on the screen behind me as well. Children, listen up, see if you can hear what Paul says you need to do. So Ephesians chapter 6 verse 1, children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. Honour your father and mother, which is the first commandment, with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. We're going to play, uh, we're going to play a game this morning. Okay? And the game is called Who's in Charge? Right? Maybe some of you parents have asked that question before. Uh, who's in charge, right? We're going to play this game, okay? So what I want you to do is look at the picture on the screen in a moment, and there'll be two kinds of people, and I want you to tell, well, I want you to tell me who they are, and I want you to tell me who's in charge in that little situation or that little relationship, okay? So first up, uh, oh, no, that's not the right PowerPoint. Can we have the other one? Um, <laughs> There's a nice picture of someone on a treadmill. We'll wait. Well, take the moment. If you want to grab a clipboard, grab some pens. Has everyone got what they need? We'll give him a moment. Anyone got any good jokes? Oh, actually, I've got one. Hang on, let me think. Go on. Is it appropriate? Vet it, Mum. I'll, I'll repeat it a bit. What do you call a fairy who hasn't taken a bath? Go on. A what? Stinkerbell. Brilliant. Um, what's the best thing about Switzerland? You can't answer this. Uh, I don't know, but the flag's a big plus. It's not bad, is it? It's not bad. How are we doing? Are you still looking? Yeah, he's good. All right. Any more jokes? Go on. So it's an open mic night at Mickfield. Um, go on, she's got another one, go on. Where do snowmen put their web pages? On the internet. On the internet, very good. Excellent. And there we are, seamless. So, go on, have a look. So, who's in charge? So someone just, just tell me who these people are, and then, and then we'll work out who's in charge. Joshi, do you know who these people are? No? Who, who, what are these ones down here? Any ideas? Go on, someone tell me. Go on. Yeah, children. Yeah, children, that's right. Where are they? They're in a no, school, aren't they? They're in a classroom. So who do you think that might be? No, it's a teacher, isn't it? So in this situation, let's say it all together. Who's in charge? No, that was rubbish. Right, let's do it together. Come on, it's like a game show. Come on. Who's in charge? Who's in charge? Teacher, that's right. Yeah, that's good. I like it. We're getting there. So uh, how about this one? I think you might have to advance me, Ben. Uh, what about this one? So what we got, what we got, first of all, go on, tell me what you got. Yeah. Police, yeah, and a traffic jam. Yeah, that's right. So in that situation, who, oh, go on, come on. Uh, who's in charge? Police, technically, yeah, that's right. Uh, what about this one? Okay, so who have we got here? Who have we got here? Poppy, who have we got here? Anyone tell me? Go on. Oh, come on. Hetty knows. Go on. Who have we got? 
It's Pepper, isn't it, in the corner? And then, does any, who's this up here? Who's that one? Oh, oh, I heard it. Go on. It is the Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. Good Pepper knowledge, yeah. Yeah, so there's um, and Miss Rabbit and the others. And so, so we've got Pepper and we've got the Queen. Who's in charge? The Queen, yeah, yeah, I should hope so. Yeah, that's right. And in the Pepper, when Pepper goes to London, um, she go, the Queen takes the children on a guided tour of London because it's her city. And she goes to the bus driver and she says to the bus driver, give me your bus so that I can take the children on a tour. And he's not so happy about that. But as he realises, if the Queen asks you to do something, you must do it. So the Queen gets the red bus, they all jump on board, and she takes them on a guided tour of London. So you see, the Queen's in charge, isn't she? What about this? Ah, yes, what about this one? So here's a, a mummy and a, a, a little child there on her shoulder. Who, so, so who's in charge? Who's, oh, yeah, come on, who's in charge? Mary knows this better than me. Go on, who's in charge? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head there, Susan, that's right. So when it comes to a parent and a child, a mummy or a daddy, and a parent and a child relationship, when it comes to that, you know, the Bible tells us that actually children ought to obey their parents. It doesn't matter if you ask Moses in the Old Testament or if you ask Jesus or if you ask Paul, the whole Bible says with one voice, that children ought to obey their parents. So let's just think about this for a moment. Okay, what, what does it mean? You can answer this if you want, kids. You might have some ideas about this. What does it mean to obey your parents? Come on, some of you slightly older ones over here. Go on, give me a hand. Go on. Yeah, to do what they say. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, what comes before doing what they say? There's something that you have to do before that in order to do what they say. Listen, yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, we got a little picture there. Yeah, that's the big thing, actually, isn't it? Listening to what they say and then doing what they say. So that's what it means to, uh, to, to obey our parents. Now, just a word to parents. We'll talk more to parents this evening. But just a word to parents. In our culture today, what's happening is that the relationship between children and parents is being flattened so it's on a level, or even flipped over, in, inverted. So actually, it's parents obey um, their children. Thank you, Susan, very helpful. And that's what's happening in the culture around us, isn't it? And that's the pressure that we're under. And in the midst of that, you as parents, I as a parent, we, we need to be liberated, if you like, to know that you are the primary authority figure in your child's life. Uh, and it, in a way, that's refreshing because there's so much pressure on us to not be that. But that's what you are. And it's good to be reminded, and I found this helpful in the past, to be reminded that as a parent, I am the primary authority figure in my child's life. That's not to be authoritarian, but it is to say that I ought to use the God-given authority that I have. God has given my children to me. Uh, and, and I'm to, to, to look after them, to care for them, and to lead them, and to look for their obedience for their good, actually, and for the good of society. Uh, if you want to think more about this, way back in late June, we looked at the 
commandment in the Old Testament to honour your parents. And we went into this in great depth. So if you miss that for any reason, go on YouTube. You can find it, Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. And we talked about lots of issues to do with this. But that's what it means, children, to obey your parents. It means to listen and to do what they say. Now, um, here's the question. Why obey your parents? And this is where I want you to chat amongst yourselves. So think back to the Bible passage. Maybe open it up if you've got a Bible with you. And try and find out why should we obey our parents. Okay, adults do this as well. Just take a look back. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1, verse 2. Why ought we to obey our parents? Let's have a look. Okay, let's bring it back together. So, you'll have discovered a few things in Ephesians 6, verses 1 to 4, but let me boil it down to two things, okay? Here's two reasons why children ought to obey their parents. The first one is that it's part of following Jesus, because Paul says, doesn't he, children, obey your parents in the Lord. In other words, if you're a child, whatever age you are, and you're already following Jesus, part of how you follow Jesus is by obeying your parents, because God, the Lord Jesus, has put you in that family with those parents to obey them. So that's a really helpful thing to think about, especially for some of you older kids a little bit, just to think, and maybe you want to talk with your parents at home about this, Am I a follower of Jesus? Am I a friend of Jesus? Am, am I trying to follow Jesus? And just think that, that through. Is that me? Am I trying to follow um, Jesus? And if you are, then Paul says, obey your parents, because that's part of following Jesus. So maybe you want to chat with your parents about that. Um, uh, part of how we honor God is by honoring our parents. Um, but then there's a second reason as well. Paul says, doesn't he, obey your parents in the Lord. And then he simply says, for this is right. So obeying your parents is part of following Jesus. But actually, Paul just says, obeying your parents is part of life. It's just part of life. He just simply says, it's right, it's good, it's wise 
it's sensible to obey your parents because of who they are, you obey them. Now, it doesn't always work out like that, does it? doesn't always work out like that. Do you always obey your parents? Uh, I certainly didn't. <laughs> yeah. Not all the time, do we? And um, here's one of my kids being ever so naughty. Um, if we can have that picture. Can you see little Ricky boy up there? Can you see him? <laughs> this was, and we have the other picture as well because it's, it's great. Uh, there he is, look. There's little Ricky boy. Um, up in the, in the, this was at Sizewell, on the Sizewell weekend, I had the baby carrier and we had Poppy up there at various points, but at what, I just looked at the baby carrier, it was down here on the floor, and I looked at Ricky boy, little Ricky boy, and I thought, I can fit him in that, I'm sure we, we can do this, so up he went, but little Ricky boy was being ever so rude while he was up there, and I really had to tell him off, he was being naughty, and that happens sometimes, doesn't it, sometimes children... Um, we disobey our parents. Sometimes we're rude towards them. And um, what, what, about, what about that? What about when that happens? Well, um, sometimes we ignore our parents. Don't we? Can, you, can anyone tell me any other ways that you might be naughty towards your parents? Go on. Any ideas? Any thoughts? So we've got ignoring. We've got being a bit rude. We've got, well, I don't know, what might you slam sometimes? Mm, go on. Slam a ball. You might do, yeah. Or a door. I was thinking more of Josh anyway. We haven't got to that one yet, but we'll, we'll get there eventually. There's all sorts of ways that we can be rude towards our parents sometimes. Sometimes we just don't show them the respect that they deserve as our parents. And when that happens, if we maybe have a bad attitude towards them, maybe we say something that's rude or we pull a rude face or we just don't do as we're told, when that happens, our parents will discipline us and because that's good for us, because they love us and they want to teach us how to live wisely. They know that when we get older, we'll have to do as we're told when we go to work or when we're driving on the road or whatever it might be. We have to do as we're told. And so they want to train us for that and get us ready by calling us to obedience, even as little children. Uh, they also know that they want us to obey Jesus. And so they want to train us for that. But even when they do that, what do we do with all of that rudeness? We've been rude to our parents lots and lots and lots of times. Well, Ephesians tells us the answer, doesn't it? Wonderfully, uh, if we could have the next um, it says this in chapter one, doesn't it? In him, Jesus, in Jesus, we have forgiveness of sins. And that's what we need, isn't it? We all need forgiveness for the many times that we've been rude to our parents and uh, not obeyed them. It's a little bit like this. I want you to imagine that in this book here is your life, okay? Everything that you've ever done or said or thought, all the good things, all those certificates that you've got at school or whatever it might be, but also all the ways that you've been rude to your parents. It's all in here, all right? Can you imagine if I opened it up and had a little, a little read? Now, that's, that's your life there. But the good news about Jesus is that uh, there's another book, isn't there? There's the book of Jesus' life. Now, in here, perfect, perfect. 
because Jesus never did anything wrong. He never disobeyed his parents. He never broke any of God's laws. He always loved God as he should do, and his parents too. And this is Jesus' perfect life. Now, what happens when Jesus dies on the cross is that it's like this. A big swap happens, okay? So here's your life over here, and here's Jesus' perfect life over here. And when Jesus dies for us, for our forgiveness, all of that stuff of your life, all the bad stuff, goes on him like that. He takes our sins on himself. And we get covered in his perfect life. Isn't that wonderful news for all the ways that we've wronged God, wronged our parents and others as well? Jesus forgives, he takes our sin on himself at the cross, and he covers us with his perfect life. So kids, remember from this morning, obey your parents, that's the command. Expect that when you disobey, your parents will discipline you because that's good for you. And run to God and find forgiveness for all the things that you need forgiveness for. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we're sorry for the many times that we have disobeyed you and the many times we've disobeyed other people like our parents. We pray, Father, that you would forgive us through Jesus. And we thank you that Jesus came into this world so that our sins could be forgiven. Help us, we pray, to obey those who you've called us to obey. For the glory of Jesus, we pray. Amen.